I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, have you ever, have you ever smoked a jewel? Jewel? Have you ever smoked, you know, those e-cigarette things? Sounds yeah, like so starting this off with an I've, ad. I've, 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 tried, I've tried them. But they're, they're, have you seen the documentary on them? It's quite crazy how, um, you know, they, they, they really targeted young people in their advertising campaigns. Motherfuckers. The, the documentary said that they wanted to get, they, they, they clearly like were intending to get young people hooked on nicotine so that then they would, because obviously... Like smoking is is becoming less trendy. I mean, it's actually amazing, you know, how few people you see smoking. No one smokes it, in in America. I, I barely see anyone smoking. Yeah, yeah. No one smokes anymore. No one's like because. And when I do, I'm thinking he looks pretty cool. That guy. <laughs> do it again, Honzo. Hon, I'm smoking. You must get a lot of ladies. That guy. <laughs> But not a jewel. Well, if I see someone smoking a jewel, <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sexy. You have sex, then you wake up. You wake up. You have sex, then you you finish having sex and you get your jewel out. <laughs> Stop you know smoking. what I find uh, really kind of uh, I don't know. It makes me feel bad for them yeah. watching them. You know the people who have the like the the e they're like those big things. They're like handheld. Yes, things the, the thing square thing. Like, like, and, and they make so much smoke, and I'm just like. <laughs> That cannot be good for you. <laughs> Inhaling. And they, and they basically, I think because it's so easy to do and it's not like you're smoking a cigarette, they must have, they, I think they do it way more. They smoke yeah. way more of it. Yeah. I just, and then, so, the so, so they're just surely more addicted to the nicotine or more addicted to the, to, I mean, did, did we ever want, I mean, is this the future we wanted? Like people smoking, you know, like flavored uh, vapor, yeah. I listen. I, I nicotine I, I, fla- flavored vapor and riding around on s- micro scooters. I mean, <laughs> I, I was gonna say. So my 
my little brother really so want, sad. My little brother really wanted me to get him a jewel. He was like, "Please get me a jewel, please." He, he's nearly set, he's nearly seventeen, and I was like, "Oh God, should I get him a jewel?" This is like bad older brother like behavior. But he really pleaded me, and sorry to all the private parties who think that's really bad brotherly love. But you know, hey, whatever. So I was like, "Okay, I'm going." This is before I came to quarantining for the show, quarantining, and I, <laughs> I went into. I went into uh, Sainsbury's. Oh, wait, I can't wait. I went into a supermarket to go and get this jewel, right? And I bought this jewel, and I was wearing a mask and a hat, and the guy said to me behind the counter, he went, he went, he went can I see your ID? And I, and I got annoyed. I was like, what? Like, I'm irritated. And I said, like, I don't have my wallet on me. I wasn't being but helpful. But slightly flattered as well. Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't being helpful with it. I was like, I'm 32. And he was like, well, if you don't have any ID, I, I, I can't. I said, I don't have any ID. I don't have my wallet on What's the on age me. limit on a jewel? I think it's 18. Thing is, really? Think, maybe, maybe it's a. It must be eighteen. I don't look sixteen. I thought cigarettes and stuff was like sixteen. No, I think they've gone up. I think gone up to eighteen. So I was actually like, I wasn't being helpful. And I was like, I'm thirty-two, and he was actually like, well, I can't say an ID. And I went, oh. and then I was like, I promise you, I'm thirty-two. And I took down my my mask, and he looked at me, and I, I want to think that he knew who I was. So he went because <laughs> he went ah oh, like that. So I want to, but I think it was, I lifted down my mask and he saw how old I looked and he went, ah, <laughs> and he gave me the jewel without any ID. And I think it's because I've aged. I think it's because. Well, you know, I mean, we, 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 we've all aged, but you know, that's, that's a part of, uh, it's a part of a part growing of life. up. It's part of something, it's something to embrace. I think being, you old, think it's something to embrace. I'm not happy with it. I don't want to age. I don't want to grow up. I want to stay. Really? We couldn't tell. <laughs> you know, we all think in our 20s that, you know, yeah. older people, like, respect us. But actually, yeah. you don't, pe- older people don't really respect you until you, you turn 30. Do you know what I mean? They don't see you as credible, really. Until, it's true. Until, until, until after, you're, after you're 30s. No one tells you that. Like, no one says, by the way... People are going to take you a lot more seriously after you're 30. Yeah, and you, and you have to hit that mark 30. Yeah. If you're 29, it's still like, you're a bit, you're a bit young, aren't you? You're a child. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and, um, and, you know, it's, and actually, I think that's why generally people, maybe it's some sort of evolutionary thing, like, you know, the older um, men look, look on the sort of 30-year-old men as like the sort of the next, you know, passing on the baton or whatever. But it's like, I think 30 is when loads of men and women seem to achieve a lot of success. And I think it's because of that sort of new, uh, you know... You, you wake up and you go, I'm percep- 30 now. Perception I'm 30 of, like, now. credibility, you know. I, 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 and I suppose people also get married and become more responsible then as well. Not me and you, buddy. No. Not I mean, us. Not us no, animals I mean, over here. No, no. Well, speak for yourself. I'm pretty, pretty responsible. No, I'm talking about getting married. You're not. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> married yet. No. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I, uh, I got my marriage. Listen, I'm not even going to go into marriage. Marriage is. Speak bad. for yourself. I've been married three times. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a really lovely guy. <laughs> there's a guy, Kevin. I'm going to say his name, Kevin Clifton. Who, um, he's a really good dude. He does Strictly Come Dancing, and I think he's like 35, right? But he's been married three times. Really? Yeah. Hat trick. Also, I was wondering, you know Ross from Friends? Ross from Friends, he's been married twice by the time he's like 32 and also has a kid that you never see again. 
You never see Ross from Friends as kid ever. Like yeah, after, you do. No, you don't. You never see his kid. After yes. like the first three series, he the kid disappears. No, and do you know who that kid was? His kid. The guy from. He's Big quite Daddy. famous now. He was the kid in Big Daddy. No, but who he is now? He's like quite. He's quite famous, I think. Well, he was Still. famous before, wasn't he? He's just, what do you mean? Well, it's like more? twins. They're twins, aren't they? No. What do you mean? They're not twins. Jedward. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Jedward. Oh my god! Did I tell you this? Did I tell you the um, about what when I watched Jedward the other day on stage? Did I tell you this? No. Oh my god! To all you lovely listeners, if you want something to really giggle at, is it? It is. It's funny. I somehow was like in this portal of whatever, and I came across Jedward, like all their videos and stuff. There's a video of Jedward when they had just obviously done X Factor or whatever they had done. And they went and performed on stage at like Hyde Park or Tea in the Park or whatever. It was like a sort of festival. Crowd's huge. Anyway, they're jumping around. They sound so shit. They sound so bad. And one of the Jedward, John or Edward, I think that's their names. One of the Jedward jumps up and lands. And he, it's not funny, but it is funny. He... <laughs> He he breaks his leg when he lands. What? He breaks his leg on stage. What, just jumping up and down? Jumping up and down. He breaks his leg on stage. This is the title of the YouTube video. You don't really see one, but he obviously... And he's in obviously in so much pain. He starts crawling around on the stage. And his other brother is telling him to get back up. Thousands of people screaming them. And so he just kneels at the front of the stage and continues singing. And then gets hey, back up well, and starts wait. hopping around. The show gets, must go on. And he says under his breath, he's on microphone, oh, my leg. <laughs> oh, it really, it really cracked me up in like a non-sadistic way. Yeah, this is what I'm is. doing right now, the fact that I'm in quarantine. I'm just... Are you, what are you, are you just, you're wanking a lot? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. I don't watch porn. You I'd be impressed if you hadn't wanked at all. That would be <laughs> impressive. I don't watch porn, so. No, I'm not. I didn't say you're watching porn. Just, Is that? You, I guess you can only wank if, you, if you're watching porn. <laughs> Hello, all you private partners. So you got some some popcorn back there. <laughs> yeah, I got some popcorn. Got all of my stuff. Having a blast at this little quarantine by myself. Uh, hello, all you private parties. Well, yeah, that's one way to say it. <laughs> Welcome to another bonus episode of Private Parts. Hope you're having a lovely week. It's a Wednesday episode. Hurrah! I love it. Do you know what? I'm going to put it out there, say that lots of times, but Wednesday episodes are some of my favourite. I prefer them. <laughs> okay, that's good to all of, all of you guests who've been on the podcast. <laughs> Francis definitely prefers the Wednesday episodes. No, I mean, look, they're, it's, they're all nice. We like them, but, you know. It's just, I think it's, yeah, it's back to the, the roots. Yeah. I tell you what, this Friday episode with Raphael Rowe, Raphael uh, that, Rowe. That, that's a, yeah, that's a great episode. That's a great episode. That's coming out this Friday. I'm pretty sure it is. It's not that funny, but it's fascinating. We were funny at times. We are always a little bit funny, but it was also serious. If yeah, you don't right, know who... you, were, you were a bit funny, yeah. <laughs> if you don't it was who... quite funny. It was, it was funny. It was funny. It was actually laugh a minute. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. <laughs> Rafael Rowe went to prison for 12 years. It definitely was not. He went to prison no. for 12 years for murder and then was found not guilty after 12 years. 
it is yeah. intense. If you want a big episode, get ready to listen to that this Friday. It what is would you hate to whopper. go to prison for, Jamie? <laughs> I think uh, I think any of the sexual ones are, are, are pretty pretty horrific. Really? Like which ones? I, what do you mean? What would I not like? You just asked me the most ridiculous question. What would you? What would you hate to go? If you could pick to go to prison for something, what would you hate to be going? What to What would be the for? worst for you personally? What do you think? Well, I think all of them. Well, oh, I'd, I'd, oh, a murder wouldn't be that bad. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Being a paedophile. What, like, like, what would? They're all awful. If you commit a crime, yeah. it's a pretty terrible thing, and you go to prison. It's. Well, I mean, no, what I meant was, because what, what would you least like to be, um, go to prison for, for, fo- for false accusation? Yeah, yeah, one of, the, one of the ones I just mentioned probably would be really, really awful. I think, yeah. I think and going to prison in general for being falsely accused would be awful. If you want to listen to that episode, it's on Friday. It is an absolute banger. Um, always, by the way, Francis, what we do on our little Wednesday episodes is uh, we read a, re- re- read a review funny review um and i have one which is called hustler being a political prisoner is really the only acceptable it's my favorite thing you do you know that i've told you this before in the podcast my favorite thing you do is when i start a different subject but you're still thinking about the last subject and then you suddenly come up with a conclusion in your head and then you say it yeah i mean if you want to go if you're gonna have to go to prison for something it might as well be you know being for political reasons like or fraud fraud you want to go to prison for fraud? <laughs> no, I don't want to go to prison at all. You're not giving me much option here. Shoplifting. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, I mean, none of it would be good. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, we have a review. I'm going to read you, Francis, and to all you lovely listeners. Um, it's called Hustler 571 Banana Slicer. It says, five stars, saved my marriage. It's July 30th, 2012 by Mrs. Toldo. And it says this. <clears throat> what can I say about the 571B banana slicer that hasn't already been said about the wheel, penicillin, or the iPhone? <laughs> this is one of the greatest inventions of all time. 
My husband and I would argue constantly over who had to cut the day's banana slices. It's one of those, no one wants to do it, you know, the old, I spent the entire day rearing our children. Maybe you can pitch in a little and cut those bananas. And of course, you think I have the energy to slave over your damn bananas? I work 12-hour shift to just come home to this? These are the things that can destroy an entire relationship. It got to the point where our children could sense the tension. The minute I heard our six-year-old girl in her bedroom reenacting our daily banana fight with her Barbie dolls, I knew we had to make a change. That's when I found the 571B banana slicer. Our marriage has never been healthier, and we've been incorporated into a lovemaking. Thanks, 571B banana slicer. Oh, my God, that's it, it, Actually, do you know, I saw that in the, in the shop, and it does look really good. Does it? Well, I mean, I didn't really eat that many sliced bananas, but... Probably would eat more of them if it was uh, more convenient. I have another one, which is uh, great for more than just arts and crafts. It's about glitter. It's a big, big pot of glitter. Five stars. Brian Spatz. He says, so I wake up in the middle of the night to my two-bedroom apartment. I find my roommate passed out down, face down on the wooden floor. I think nothing of it, and I go back to sleep. The next morning I wake up and go to work and there is a homeless guy sleeping on my couch. My roommate woke up, still drunk, and made friends with a bum. This is the second time he let a stranger off the, sleep, off the streets just stroll in and pass out. You're probably thinking, what does this have to do with my arts and crafting? <laughs> well, I bought this product and proceeded to cover everything my roommate owns in glitter. Every t-shirt, every book, every pair of shoes, his, his bed. I covered his entire life in glitter. He will never have, he will have glitter in every crevices of his existence until he dies. Did someone track out of my apartment? Yes. Does the carpet look like a Care Bear farted all over it? Yes. Did he threaten to kill me? Sure. But will he ever let another stranger sleep on my couch? No. Will I ever have to worry about a random guy off the street murdering me at night? No. All the security for just $12.44. Unbelievable staggering value. Cannot recommend it enough. Um, Francis, I also have a story that is sent in to all of you oh, poet yeah. parters, as always, if you want to be our listener of the week, um, and write in a story or a review or anything at all, just send us some, something funny or touching, please send it to contact at privatepartspodcast.com or send us a DM at private podcast. We have one here which says, hi, Jamie and Francis, huge private parts fans here. I know you enjoy an occasional ridiculous story on your bonus episodes and mine is particularly ridiculous. In my early 20s, I did a ski season in France. It was my day off, and I was minding my own business, happily skiing down the mountain, when a small child in an extremely aggressive snowplow came hurtling towards me head on. There was no time to react. Before I knew it, it collided, had collided and ended up in a tangled heap in the snow. The child, a small English boy, was now squealing at the top of his lungs. His family suddenly surrounded us, mum, dad, sister, all desperately trying to comfort the screaming boy. Darling, oh my goodness, what happened, sweetie? Are you okay? Gosh, did the woman ski into you? I was fuming. The little bugger had skied into me, but as the boy was crying his eyes out, it didn't seem like the right time to argue my case. Before I knew it, the emergency snowmobile arrived to help the child, who is absolutely beside himself. They checked him over, but couldn't find the source of the pain. They announced that they're going to have to call an air ambulance. I started having visions of myself behind bars in some French prison for severely injuring a child. How could this get any worse? It got worse. The ambulance arrived and literally hundreds of people had stopped on the slopes to watch it land and try and see what was going on. The boy was still screaming his head off. They were trying to get him onto the stretcher, but he wouldn't come down, so they had to quickly sedate him. 
After giving oh one God. of the emergency service workers all of my contact details, I skied to the bottom of the slopes with my friends and waited at the bar. A few hours later, and due a lot of anxiety, I, I, due a lot of anxiety, a few drinks later, I tipsy answered a phone call from the child's father. He was calling from French hospital and wanted to let me know that, that his son's test results had come in. The man tells me that the doctors had done a full body scan of his son. It turned out they didn't even have a single bruise. Because the boy literally had zero injuries, this meant his father's insurance wouldn't cover the cost of the air ambulance. So it's fair to say he was absolutely fuming with the dramatic shit, but I was off the hook. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told my friends the good news, and they instead had a big night out to celebrate. A happy ending from an anonymous private partner. Oh, oh my, God. my God. How much do you think that would cost? Well, that would have been you, wouldn't it? What do you mean it would have been me? You would, have just, you would have thrown a tantrum so that you could ride in a helicopter. <laughs> and then got my dad to pay the insurance. Yeah. <laughs> I would never have done that. I would never have done that. Thank you for the story, guys. As always, get in touch with your stories. We'd love to hear you. Um, also, what we are doing every single month is we are donating some cash to a charity, an individual community, the Unsung Heroes. Uh, so if you have a charity or a, someone or an individual, anything at all that you feel deserves the recognition, someone or some charity or something at all that you feel are doing amazing things and need a shout out and need some help with some cash, uh, please let us know. Once again, contact us at private parts, contact at privatepartspodcast.com or send us a DM, as I always say, at private podcast. We have a voice note from the lovely Mitia, um, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, who sent us a charity of her choice that we're going to recommend for this month. And here it is. I would like to nominate Eden Care UK, which is a BAME-led charity that provides support and empowers the terminally ill. One way of doing this is that they offer befriending services, which helps to support isolated individuals and vulnerable communities and alleviate the burden of loneliness. The charity is looking for befriending volunteers who can spare an hour or two a week calling vulnerable service users, entertaining them and essentially being their friend. During the pandemic, I think many of us have experienced the lows of isolating and feelings of loneliness, but for most of us, we'll be able to resume to our day-to-day -day activities and socialise when it's possible to do so. For these service users, that sense of loneliness and isolation will continue. We should try to do our bit and try and enhance their quality of life. Damn right. I love that. Loneliness is a horrible thing. I would hate... I hate the fact that people are lonely and, and people are feeling lonely and there's loneliness going on. Are you I feeling just, lonely right now? Yeah, I, do you know what I am, buddy? Sitting in this place, I've been here, you know, since last Tuesday. It is lonely. You know, I've got things to do. I'm lucky. I've got a TV and I can play PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there's that little smug look you just made. No, it's just you've got things to do, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I just think, thank you so much. I know what, what you mean. <laughs> thank you so much, Mita, for sending in that, uh, that recommendation. We absolutely love it. Um, okay, little ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all you private partners who listen to us every single week, thank you so much for tuning in once again. Rafael Rowe this Friday, if you want to know what it's like to be in prison, if you want to know what it's like to be falsely accused, if you want to know what it's like to be exonerated and then what life is like afterwards, Go and check out. It is one not to miss this Friday. It's an absolute banger. Ain't that right, Francis? Oh, it's a, it's a fantastic episode. You won't want to miss it. There we go. You heard it from Francis. You heard it from the big guy. The big guy. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Joe sorry. Biden. <laughs> we'll see you on Friday for another episode. Bye bye.